Hey there, it's the Machine of Nonsense, episode 152, and we're talking everything coming out in January of 2024. That's crazy to, to even think about. The, 20, the future. The future. 2024 is almost here. It's the day after Christmas right now. Um, Kayla, did you get everything you wanted for Christmas? More. More than I ever wanted. Oh, hell yeah. Too much stuff. And how about you, Mike? Everything you wanted for Christmas? Hell yeah. I got I got Mario RPG. Hell yeah. I got a cool purple PS5 controller that I really uh, wanted. Cool. Yeah. How about you, Eric? Uh, I, I'm sitting at this desk that I got for Christmas. Um, it's awesome. Uh, took a while to build. Deskmas. And yes. uh, yeah, deskmas. Um, it it fits all. <laughs> I put a picture on on Facebook, and everyone commented about how many monitors I have. It fits all my monitors. It's great. Um, yeah. I uh, <laughs> I I I'm, I I had a I had a really uh, stress free. Christmas for the most part. Um, hopefully that leads to the, the rest of the holiday season. A lot of days off and stuff. That's always great, you know? Oh, yes. I am on vacation as we speak. That's wonderful. That's the best. Yes. We're doing a little sequence breaking here um, in terms of our episodes. So we're actually recording 152 before 151. So if we don't mention anything about our awesome Naughties long list in episode 151, that's the reason we haven't recorded it yet, guys. Uh, but, um, you know, that's going to be great. It's going to be a great episode. Um, 152 is all about January of 2024. Before we get into yeah. everything, what's coming up? That's coming up. Um, we haven't caught up in a while. Our last episode, 150. I know this is real confusing. This is 152, but our last episode was 150. This is all. It's gonna make sense eventually. But in the year 2000. <laughs> <laughs> but our last episode was our streamed Jackbox stream. Uh, that's on YouTube. Go check it out. The The version that's now on YouTube is actually better. Um, there were minor technical issues in, in the stream. I don't know that anyone noticed them, but I noticed them. So I, I uploaded a, a, a better version of it. Uh, so the version Ooh. that's out there now is the, the, the full, the, the canon version of our 100th and fi- 150th episode. Uh, so go Like Ridley Scott with no cuts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess this is is Fisher cut. It is the extended. It's kind of the director's cut. Yeah, it, it kind of is. Um, in, in a sense, uh, I'm a, a modern day Ridley Scott. You're right. Um, but yeah, we haven't had an opportunity to uh see what everyone's been up to. Mike, I know you've been in the salt mines, the the salt burn mines, right? Uh, checking out. Yeah, some yeah. The uh talented Mr. Ripley like. Oh. From Emerald Fennel, uh, creator of uh, Promising Young Woman. And this is, uh, it's on Prime. And have you guys seen it yet? No, no, we have not. I I think it's a lot of fun. Okay. It's not a, it's not a fantastic movie. It's Barry Cogan as talented Mr. Ripley kind of character. And, um, uh, fancy boy from uh, Euphoria. I forget his name. Uh, Jacob Alordi. Uh, Jacob Alordi. Is that the tall one? That's the tall one. Very yes. Tall. Yeah. He is uh, also Elvis and Priscilla. Um, but anyway, uh, he is like the 
rich boy, everybody wants to be him, big man on campus at Oxford. And Barry Kogan is presented as like just a scholarship, like barely making it kind of, you know, poor kid. Hmm. And uh, they develop a uh, friendship and uh, Barry Kogan uh, tells him, you know, starts opening up to Felix about his life and stuff and how he's probably not going to have anywhere to go for the holidays and such and such and uh winds up at felix's house for for break and uh he gets mixed into this kind of world that he wants to stay in let's say he doesn't want to leave uh this kind of lap of luxury and uh it goes on and on like gets crazier from there and it's not great. It doesn't always make a ton of sense. <laughs> really, there's a lot of leaps in in character, uh, kind of where where you thought they were, and what they were kind of what they were all about. And uh, but it's it's got a lot of style. It's a lot of fun. Uh, good soundtrack. And uh, Barry Kilgan is just if we ever really need to make a lot of categories <laughs> and there's like weirdo of the year. I'm pretty sure he's going to be in something. Uh, Cause there are some like moments in this movie uh, that are like, Whoa, Holy, you, you did that. Holy shit. Like, uh, we definitely would like be weird. Switch. That guy. Oh, he, he's, yeah, he can like, yeah. Twist. Yes. He's, Come far from from Dunkirk. It's just being a normal <laughs> ship joke, uh, ship boat. You know. Uh, yeah, yeah. This uh, he's he he could do it. He'll <laughs> he could do it for sure. Um, I've also seen Maestro. Have you guys seen that yet? No, no. Tell us to see it. Uh, the see Bradley it. second Bradley Cooper uh, directed film after A Star Is Born and. Man, it is an um, immaculately made film. I think the half of the film is in black and white. The second film is in color. And man, Cooper just—I don't know. He—I've <laughs> never seen *Stars Born*, but this makes me want to see it for the first time. Uh, there's one scene in particular in this back half that uh, it—I uh, don't know—it it thawed this cold heart <laughs> and. In my uh, and was like amazing, like one of the the best things I've seen this year was like this one scene. Um, I kind of get the critics saying like it's it's not really about Leonard Bernstein. I, I guess I didn't explain that. Maestro, the main character, Leonard Bernstein, the great uh, composer and uh, real dude, you know. Just, Yes, yeah. From and I went into this only knowing of him from the uh, the REM song. Uh, <laughs> and if you're coming into this trying to really learn about about Lenny, uh, about there's they you don't learn about West Side Story at all. They skip over that. It, it is really a relationship story between him and Carrie Mulligan, and Carrie Mulligan is amazing in this movie. Always. Um, and she's really good in everything, but this is one where I'm like, whoa. Uh, she has a lot of scenes where it's just her face in the frame and characters off, off screen, and she's just 
holding a conversation with them or monologuing to them. And uh, she does so much just with her eyes and uh, just a, a great performance. Probably one of my favorite of the year uh, for sure. Oh. Um, but yeah, it, it really is just their move, like the, the relationship between them for sure. And uh, I, I really enjoyed that whole aspect of it. Uh, sticking with movies, I finally saw Boy and the Heron, the Miyazaki's quote-unquote final uh, <laughs> film. We'll see. Breathtakingly gorgeous movie. I, I highly recommend seeing it on the big screen if it's still available. Um, his, I think the best-looking Ghibli movie I've, I've, I've seen. Oh, wow. And it's, yeah, a young boy living in, uh, in World War II kind of Japan and uh losing his mother and kind of discovers a weird spirit world and that's pretty that's very miyazaki like it's very spirited away there are some definitely a lot of connections between uh a lot of his movies and uh was really really along for the ride and digging it the whole way um there's some really dark moments really funny moments i think robert pattinson's great as he is the heron He's kind of like I never would have known that if uh, <laughs> I wasn't know told that. Doing a, yeah, doing a very different kind of voice, and uh, the movie just takes a a real just one eighty as far as like making sense for me oh. at a point. Uh, so if you're kind of really looking for it to to answer questions or anything, or just really like tell an a to b to c story it kind of doesn't and uh i've i've kind of come around on it a bit like i've uh, thanks to like hearing andy greenwald from the ringer his ideas about what it all meant and things like that i i feel better about it but uh i i, I highly recommend it for sure just just for the the animation alone uh, i rented a, a kind of a smaller thing uh, uh called dream and wild have you guys heard of this no, one? Not at all. Um, it's always popped up on my Amazon like new new releases kind of for rent thing, and it's Casey Affleck and Walton Goggins. Nice. And they were like in the seventies, uh, uh, an act, a rock and roll duo, uh, when they were teenagers, and they released an album called Dreamin' Wild, and it didn't go anywhere until like 30, 40 years later, um, this record company that kind of makes a big deal of discovering kind of records that were lost and not, you know, like forgotten the time kind of get interest into the record and stuff. And you learn a lot about Casey Affleck's character. He's like this tragic genius kind of thing. He, he invented this, you know, <laughs> incredible record, basically, just by himself in this ramshack kind of record studio that his dad made. And uh, Bo Bridges plays the dad and he does a, a really great job. I haven't seen Bo Bridges in, in much of anything lately. And it was nice to see him still out doing his thing. And uh, you find out a lot of stuff about how Bo Bridges owned like a huge amount of, of farm and how he kind of was slowly, slowly, uh, liquidating that <laughs> to like uh, to uh, 
to uh, pay for the for all of the record studio stuff and everything, and really pretty good, pretty pretty good stuff. I I, I had not heard about it at all. I, I haven't seen any buzz about it, but I like that a lot. And uh, last movie, uh, Leave the World Behind. I think you guys have, have did you guys talk about that on the pod? I think all? only that we we've seen it. I, I don't remember if it was on the pod or not, but yes, we have we have seen Leave the World Beyond. Man, that's on Netflix. Really like it. I I finished it last night. Uh, one I kind of watched like in three or four <laughs> sections, like, uh, and I think it kind of works that way because the movie is kind of cut mm-hmm. into to five parts, yeah. chapters. I can yeah, see that. Yeah, and uh, this is Julia Roberts and Ethan Hawke kind of rent an Airbnb for the weekend, just kind of spur of the moment. Leave the world and, behind, you know. Uh, <laughs> right. And weird things happen, like an oil tanker washes on to the shore while they're on the beach. And the internet's not working, and they're not getting cell service. And then Mahersha Ali knocks on the door. He is the, he claims to be the owner of the home, you know, the whole New York Middle City. Middle of the night. You're right, right. And, uh, you know, there's a huge blackout. Can he, like, I'll refund you the money, you know? Julia Roberts is not happy about this at all. Uh, and it's a really, after that, you know, it's like just these two families trying to, it's it's Mahershala Ali and his daughter. I forget her name, but she was from, also from Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Malala, um, I think her name might be. Okay. She goes by one okay. one name. I know that. Oh, yeah. interesting. Mahala, cool. Malala. I'm sorry. I'm, I know you're listening, M- Mahala. Mahershala. Yeah. <laughs> so. And you and you kind of just see these two families like going through like, all right, what could be happening right now? Are is there an invasion? Is there you know? Could it just be? You know, two two kids in you know Korea like that hacked us in like a prank, and it just escalates from there. And really good, really good movie. I thought. Um, I'm kind of Eric smiling. I'm kind of surprised he likes it as much because it doesn't. It's another movie that kind of doesn't give you all the answers you might want from it, but it. I think it's a it's it's kind of like a Garland kind of thing where it's gonna, just going to leave you thinking a lot and and asking questions instead of worrying about all the answers you might not have gotten. Might be the best M Night Shyamalan movie I've ever seen, uh, you know. Uh, but uh, yeah, um, more more to come. I think on Leave the World Behind, possibly in uh, our Naughty Stock. Um, I don't I don't want to give too much away, but. Uh, yeah, I smiled a lot because I, I really enjoyed that movie. But uh, yeah, um, still catching up, keeping up with Fargo. Really enjoying that still. How many more does uh, that tr- have? I think it's got like three or four more. I think this was just six. I think there's going to be ten. So yeah, I think four more. Uh, really good. I, I <laughs> it's uh, every every week I'm like. Man, oh, I wish I I wish I had the rest, you know, <laughs> after every episode's done. And uh really liking that. Really have have tried to start a, a few a lot of shows. Um uh Blue-eyed Samurai, I've tried to check out on Netflix. Uh I'm trying to trying to get Vinland Saga in cuz I feel like Ryan and Demetrius are might be bringing that 
uh, to the Nazis. So I, I want to be educated on that. Um, yeah, other, but other than that, uh, finished Usant on Game Pass. That's like Don't Nods. Uh, rock climbing kind of game. That's the studio that's done like Life is Strange. So it's like a really weird to go from a teenage telltale, you know, adventure game to this not really mechanics heavy because it's it's really easy to really do. It's not like you can climb anywhere like Breath of the Wild. It's really Uncharted style. Like you see the the you know handholds that you can grab in 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 the mountain and stuff and. Um, the game does a really good job of just mixing up environments and it kind of makes sense in the story. It starts like in a deserted desert wasteland. You're trying to climb and climb up this, this spire and it kind of turns into underground kind of ish into cold and, and it does it in, in clever ways. It, it has an interesting story that I kind of found impenetrable at points. Uh, just because they they there's they use a lot of different lingo in this game, <laughs> like a lot of different kind of of slang and stuff for things, and but uh, pretty cool. Uh, probably say it was like six hours or something. I, I'm really glad I played through it, and uh, I've Mar- been playing Mario RPG, like I mentioned uh, in the uh, little Christmas update. But uh, man, that game is awesome. It is so good. I really like all the little changes they've made. Like you can fast travel now. If you've been to a certain city on the map, you can just instantly go there instead of having, you know, backtrack or anything. Um, uh, The little, little changes to the script. I've noticed like certain characters like frog fuchsias is now called just the frog sage. Uh, Mac the knife, which I don't know if that's, maybe some kind of copyrighted thing. He's not called Mac the knife anymore. He's a uh, uh, claimator or something like, like, like that. Or, um, and then like little lines, like uh, in the maze, there's a line where Malo has to hold Mario back and he's like, Hey, what do you think? You're Bruce Lee or something. You're going to go in there and kick butt or something. They, they kind of change that. They, they X the, the Bruce Lee line completely. So stuff like that, that I guess they just can't get away with now. Um, Isn't there like a Princess Peach but, uh, vibrator gag in that game? I want to say it's still in there, okay. and that's okay. kind of weird. <laughs> like it's just like Princess Peach's question mark, question mark, question mark, and then like her handler or like den mother or whatever is like, "Hey, you t- you can't have that, but here, take this instead," and she gives you like a uh, some kind of healing item or something. Sure, okay. Yeah, I thought I remember that. That's strange. It's strange. Yeah. Oh boy. You know. But have you seen Eric? They're in Booster's Tower. Mm. So later on in Booster's Tower, you can clearly like even on the Super Nintendo, the pixels you could still see like okay, that looks like a Samus doll. That looks like a doll of like an R wing or something. Right. But in the the reception desk, there's been something that I don't think anyone knew what it was because that's how crude the pixels were but in the update it is a um the armor from the magitech armor from final fantasy 6 has always been sitting on that desk and no one knew it just because (laughs) it didn't look like it and now you can clearly see on the desk that it's a magitech armor on there oh yeah that's awesome 
But uh, that's me. That's sorry for talking so long. Back when Square and Nintendo got along. Goodness gracious. That's all. Right, right. Oh, yeah. Uh, The good old days. Uh, Well, I don't think we have a very long list, Kayla. I think we've been um, consumed. (laughs) Good word for it. I would call it that. Uh, About 105. I would call it ensnared. Ensnared. I would call it ensnared. Good call. Good, good. That's a pun you don't get, Mike, because you haven't played Baldur's Gate 3 yet. I, I get it, man. I, I played D&D before. <laughs> I know. I know stuff. Fake-ass gamer. Uh, yeah, uh, Kayla yeah. and me have been playing a lot of Baldur's Gate 3. Uh, a lot, a lot. And, um, yeah, what, what do you think of Baldur's Gate 3, Kayla? Hours just disappear in that game. Dis up here. I I I could tell you I didn't have like high expectations for it. It it wasn't the way it was marketed wasn't really sold for me. I'd never heard of Baldur's Gate before. I this wasn't a thing I was familiar with at all. And all I knew is you can have sex with a bear. <laughs> that doesn't sell it for me. Uh but it was you know, game of the year, blah, blah, blah. Okay, we got to play it. And 100 hours later, here we are. I'm still like, hurry up, get this podcast over with because I want to go see what's up. Oh, man. Baldur's Gate. <laughs> um, straight up, like, called the day off. Made Eric call the day off. Played Baldur's Gate all day. Um, oh, sick. Yeah, so I think I like it. I think, I think... <laughs> because <laughs> all that happens and it's like yeah it, it it you don't even realize it has taken that long or or any of that doesn't even bother you i don't know it's it's quite a like vortex or <laughs> something that i'm trapped inside yeah there have been like multiple like full days like of, with, with the holidays and stuff we've had days off and yeah we did call that one day off last week or whatever else but um, it's been easy to just like, yeah, sit on the couch and we're playing co-op and, and, uh, the, the co-op works pretty well and you can just kind of pour, pour some hours into it. It It is a game that I think you need to pour hours with. And I think I'll, I'll get into some details and stuff in, in the Naughty's talk on how s- some things can, that could be a negative in some ways. I think this game can be a little impenetrable at points, but, um, but still, like we're we've played it over a hundred hours. I think we probably got a, a, still another twenty to thirty, maybe left. I think and uh, easy, I'd say. Yeah, and uh, oh man, it's been a it's been a ride though. Uh, and I'm two thirds done. So yeah, yeah, it's it, it's cut into three acts if if you're not familiar. So we're in the the third act at this point. But they're they seem to be equal. In, in size, essentially, the, the acts. Um, and if the first two just, were 45 hours each or something, then kind of this one probably will be also. So We have strategically planned, like, chores <laughs> around charging the controllers because, okay, boom, we'll play for a couple hours, put it on the charger, vacuum the house, do the laundry, play for two hours, do another load of laundry. Do the dishes. Boom. Charge the controllers. You know, just sure. sessions. <laughs> controllers. The controllers were dying on us at first, like all the time. 
Yeah, had Sony, to get real good about plugging them in. You know, got backups. PS5 controllers out, but uh, yeah, we're playing on PS5. If we didn't mention, and um, uh, how do, how does it feel? It feels good on gamepad, like just on a dual sense. I yeah yeah, I think it does. Yeah, okay. Um, it does a lot. I think it does a lot of vibrations and stuff. But just as like, oh, I, I guess I, I really want to know how does it feel in combat? Like doing all those choices, going through. I think it feels great. And spells and everything. Uh, as on someone who like, I haven't necessarily played D&D, but I've played other tabletop games. Um, with this, I feel like it's kind of helpful because a lot of your... Um, like reflexes just automatically happen. You don't have to remember those things. That's sure. pretty sick. I like that. <laughs> like gotcha. all of those things you don't have to worry about. It just does them for you. Uh that's pretty sweet for me. Right. Like if you have like extra dice stuff, uh, that kind right, of Right, right, right. Right. Okay. Yeah, and I- or that cool. like something spells will only be available after you have done something else and oh boom shit, it's a fucking option. Yeah, I'll do that. Right, right. I think that the interface took us a little bit of time to to get used to. I think the game in general, yeah. you kind of need some time to to figure out. Um, but I think it's like there's radial menus and stuff. Like the most of it's on on radial menus that you kind of um, toggle through on the controller. Um, all of that feels really good. I like um, combat and stuff is kind of is very XCOM like. I mean, so if you played XCOM okay. on a controller, it feels yeah. pretty similar in, in that sense. Um I think the D&D of it all gets to be really cumbersome, but like I think me and Kayla are not really optimizing things in the ways we should. We've we've we got like four oh, or five yeah. abilities that we really like per character. Even though we have twenty that we could be doing, we we've picked right. like, the ones we know and we love, and okay. let's <laughs> let's do those, you know. And it's a it's a team of four, so that still gives you a lot of different combinations, you know. It's like a team of four. We've chosen our four or five abilities. That still gives us a lot of stuff. Uh, but how like, much body do you have, Eric? How much body? <laughs> the, None. You, like it, I, I mentioned it, like a little bit impenetrable. Like it goes heavy into like I don't know that you need to know D and D, but I imagine it really helps to to know D and D or to have like played and enjoyed D and D because there's terminology. There's like um, it. You know, I feel like. I played a million like Final Fantasy RPGs or whatever else, and each of them, I feel like I can get really quick. I can get the terminology and 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 stuff like that. It, I feel like it took a little longer. The tech, right? You know, this this has its own language in a in a sense. There's a lot of storylines. There's a lot of species. There's a lot of worlds. There's a lot of aliens. I got a tadpole in my brain. I'm I'm mind flared. They got me. I'm oh, yeah, trapped. This is, this is a ton of lore and history that. If people have been in reading these books D&D. and the you know creating you know campaigns in these worlds and reading up on all this stuff, they know these these things yeah. pretty well. A lot of proper yeah, nouns sure. uh, that they're dropping that kind of just kind of go over my head in a big way, but um, but cool. Like it's still even with all of that it's said, sick. 
there's some really cool like the story goes in some interesting places the characters are really cool that's why everyone's you know if you listen to anyone who played the game or or whatever else like oh they love all the characters and 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 everything else and and i there there's a reason they they're really well drawn out every um we have a team of four but then we have a camp with like our our other character companions um we don't really use right. all of them, but like they still, as you're doing stuff. I've never, I'm loyal. <laughs> as you're completing quests sure. and stuff, um, you still do get, you go back to your camp and, you know, even a character you have never used will have something to like say. Like, oh, wow, you found that awesome book that I mentioned 10 hours ago about. Um, here's why it's important. I'm, I'm just here at camp. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. You know, so. You still get a feel for like the different characters' personalities and stuff, even even if you're not playing. Like if you've chosen to just play with the the ones, um, and they all level yeah. up together, so it does allow for swap in, swap out. Right, but that's good. We we haven't yeah. like dabbled in that. We we found the four that we liked and and ran with it. So it, we didn't. We haven't. I've changed True. though. I still had a change, but I will say that all the characters are very like unique and different. Each of them have like their own quirks so, and relationships and needs and stuff. Do they have like moments where they're like, Hey, I'm, I'm interested in checking out this guy who killed my wife or, or something. And you have to bring them along. Like to to try to break up, kind of like you said, your loyalty to certain characters. Is you, there stuff? Like I would that? say you don't always have to bring them along. Oh, okay. And we but we have done did, their storyline. Yeah, benefit. we've done their storylines without them, and then go to camp and and have oh. the conversations. And there are yeah, there are benefits to. We've definitely noticed in certain storylines, it seemed like you were kind of supposed to, or or you may have benefited from bringing this person along um okay because so you guys just didn't give a fuck okay for the most part like yeah we found we found the ones we like you know like they're they're just um because we did try like Sne- sneaky lockpick guy healer tank spellcaster sure. boom those, those <laughs> right right i think a really okay. fun I, little primer for the characters we just watched it uh there's a there's a holiday oh, it's so cute uh, little, like it's like a four minute christmas thing on youtube it's from larian studios it's all the voice actors um it's an animated uh little short uh a christmas animated short with the with the main characters of of the game so check it out Ooh. it's like baldur's gate three christmas short or something on on youtube it's it's cool you get to hear the different voice actors and they all even though it's short you get their personalities like oh that's the mean one and that's the funny one and you know that kind of thing so i think it's worth checking uh to to get a primer for for the game but uh they're cute that's honestly been it right i mean we we did watch leave the world behind so we already talked about that and i feel like and that's that's it it. that has been it for like kind of two weeks almost but that's uh, all Time well spent, I think. January? January. 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 It Forget 2023. We're done with it. Best year ever. <laughs> 
<laughs> we'll better. reminisce another time. Yes, we yeah, will. Yeah, um, yeah. January 2024. Uh, wild. We are wild. almost there. Uh, and and starting off January 2024 is The Brother's Son, uh, a series coming to, to Netflix starring Michelle Yeoh um, as a mother of, of two sons and also a crime boss or mobster. Um it looks I got real kind of like Kill Bill vibes. There's even the the song um, from what I think it's Kill Bill Volume Two uh, in the trailer is playing. Um, it's like he shot me down. I think is like the the main oh. like that song. Uh, bang gotcha. bang, you know. Uh, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's playing throughout the the trailer and stuff, and um, the. The, the premise seems to be Michelle Yeoh and her one son are kind of deep into the uh, the Jade, Jade Dragons or something like that. Or I forget what she mentions, but like a, an organized crime family. Um, but she's got another son who knows nothing about it. Like he's the, he's just going to high school or whatever else. And she's protected him his whole life um, from her, her life and, and her other son's life. And uh, now... Uh, that's coming home to roost like the 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 uh the crime is is hitting home um so he's like the revelation is that like oh my god my family is like this this mob family or whatever else and and he he doesn't know how to take care of himself in these situations but his one brother's like an action star and so is his his mom basically and uh it looks like an interesting mix the choreography looks really cool um it looks like it's kind of a dark comedy. Like it seems like it's going to be super violent and stuff, but also also pretty funny. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's the the brother's son coming to to Netflix. What did uh, what did you think of that that trailer, Kayla? It was a lot. Um, it's yeah. a show, so uh, Michelle Yeoh looks great. Mm-hmm. The other two. Uh, people we've never seen before, right? I think it said, like, introducing Justin something. Yeah, neither of their names um, sounded familiar. Um, I have them here, actually. Uh, Justin Shen It has it listed Sonny. as a comedy series. So, um, I like Netflix stretching out. I like Beef, as far as kind of dark Asian-centered cultural dark comedies yeah yeah so i'm in (laughs) out of doubt did you uh check out the trailer at all mike i did i checked it out i saw the script and uh had no idea this was coming out and uh i if this one gets like rave reviews or something it kind of looks like a lot of shows are just trying to do action like i don't i like on a week to week kind of thing. I don't know. But Netflix, I guess, doesn't do it that way anyway. It's just like a here's a movie we chopped into <laughs> into episodes. But uh I don't know. I feel I feel like you should Michelle like Yeoh's been like doing everything that she can after getting that Oscar. She's really yeah. in a lot of projects lately and uh good for her. I I don't know. I, I don't know if I'm gonna be watching this one. Yeah, if the benefits that we just get more Michelle Yeoh, uh, no one. She's great. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. Uh, so that's January fourth. The brother's son coming to Netflix on the next day, January fifth. We get uh, Night Swim coming to theaters. This is a Blumhouse uh, horror movie about a haunted pool. 
question mark, uh, starring um, Carrie Condon and Wyatt Russell. Um, they are like a, a young family who uh, buys a, a home in, a, in like a new town and uh, finds a pool that seems to like it seems to be like a, a portal or a void or something to a, a different dimension, potentially. Um, the ch- I got to give it to the trailer. It doesn't show too much. Um, and maybe that's because the premise isn't too much. But um, I thought it, it was it was creepy. Like uh, there's like a Marco Polo kind of the trailer on, on that one. Yeah, Night Swim. Made me think of Swim Fan. It always does make me think of Swim Fan. And I'm like, wait, this is nothing like <laughs> <laughs> Swim fan. The Marco Polo thing was really eerie in the trailer. I thought it was pretty well done. Um, it's just such a kind of dumb premise. Like, hey, it's a haunted pool. <laughs> that, uh, you know, but but you can really do so- a lot with that. I don't know. Like, Stranger Things only did so much with Barb, you know? <laughs> and uh, we, need, uh, we need more creepy pools. I agree. Come on. I agree. I do- don't ever want to own a pool, but uh, I I like the concept of pools, you know. Um, so that's uh, that's Night Swim coming to theaters on January fifth. Uh, January seventh, we get the eighty first Golden Globe Awards. Um, we didn't have a chance hey. to to really discuss any of this, but um, I I want to name uh, name off some of the the nominees because uh, there's 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 at least some really compelling nominees on on the Golden Globe. Sure. Um, so best motion picture drama. Uh, we have Anatomy of a Fall, Killers of the Flower Moon, Maestro, Mike's favorite, uh, Oppenheimer, Past Lives in the Zone of Interest, uh, Best Motion Picture Musical or Comedy, we have Air, movie I quite enjoyed, uh, American Fiction, Barbie, The Holdovers, May, December, and Poor Things, and then Best Motion Picture Animated, we have Boy and the Heron, Elemental, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, Susume, the Super Mario Brothers movie and Wish. Uh, so um, tons of tons of really good stuff there. I'm interested to see if the Golden Globes and the Oscars have anything in common or, or anything. I like the I'm a, I'm a mark you're... for the award shows. I don't know. I like I like seeing that stuff. So I'll, I'll, I'm going to watch this. I never watch it. This one's kind of weird. They always have like they always had like Ricky Gervais hosting them for a while. And I just don't like that, dude. And I don't know. These are, isn't it like not the foreign press? They did. Yeah. Like, they like disbanded. It's like a different game. body. Yeah, yeah. So maybe that will be different. They were always like the butt of the joke. Like, just like, who are this like cabal of, of, of people who are, who just want to hang out with John Travolta or something or Tom Hanks or Tom Cruise, all the Toms. They love the Toms there <laughs> the foreign press. And, uh, I don't. I don't know. It is fun to see. I always think of it just as a stepping stone to the Oscars, like just kind of a litmus test of what. Okay, Anatomy yeah. of the Fall. Let's get talked it. about. Oh, I need to see that. Like, and of course, I want to see all these things anyway. It really just brings home a point that I texted to you the other day. There's so many movies right now. It's like all of the movies that I've been hearing about from all these fucking, uh, uh what you call it uh like you know sundance and all those things and can the film festivals there we go uh they're finally coming out here and 
trying to see as many as I can. I, I have past past lives rented. I started it last night. I fucking fell asleep. I was so tired. Oh no. So uh tonight I'm gonna I'm gonna see past lives and I'm excited. Yeah. I'm I'm excited for you because that's definitely um before before I have to talk about the best movies of this year, um I, I gotta see some of them. Uh, so that's- yeah, it's like one of I feel like you know games are kind of done, TV's kind of done until next year, but movies are like, hey, it's Christmas, we're here, motherfuckers, we're still it, coming it out, sucks. yeah. <laughs> it's like, so like our yeah, I, like Ferrari, uh, Ferrari, on Just Christmas, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's wild, and uh, gonna be it's still fun. There's there's a lot of exciting stuff. Anatomy of Fall sounds like my kind of movie. Uh, American Fiction sounds really good. Uh, I want to see all of it. I'm going to try to to see everything I can. Hopefully. Good friend of the pod, Katie, will uh, we'll applaud that because uh, we got to have our Oscars episode, you know? Uh, yes. January 7th, the Golden Globes, the 81st Golden Globe Awards. Uh, that's on CBS, everyone. Uh, I think also streamed on the internet for people who uh, don't have Channel 2. That's Peacock, right? Uh, CBS. Or is that 5? Uh, is that NBC? Oh, I always get it messed. Peacock is, is Paramount? NBC. Yeah. Okay. Paramount is CBS. CBS is Paramount. I think you're I think. right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He knows. He knows, guys. Um, I don't. I, I really don't. <laughs> January tenth, we've got Echo. Uh, it's finally coming out. I think it, this one's locked in, guys. I think they've locked it in uh, to uh, streaming simultaneously on Hulu and Disney Plus. Uh, you have to change your settings on Disney Plus to the um, MA said to allow mature. mature content on Disney Plus. Whoa. So if anyone has it and wants to check out Echo, there's actually a settings change you have to make. Uh, if you have, Hulu, I did that as soon as, as soon as the Netflix stuff came over, mm-hmm. like Daredevil. I, I, yeah, or whatever. I'm not <laughs> right. <laughs> give me the, give me the stuff. And you mentioned so. Daredevil. Uh, Echo looks like it's really trying to be, um, trying to be Daredevil. Yeah, I think in a lot of ways. And um, trailer was intriguing to me. I, I like as trailer much was as- intriguing. I was like, oh wow, this at least is some good fight scenes. It's five episodes. He's probably. Oh, it's only five. Okay, all dropping day day of. So January tenth, you'll have all five. I wonder because I know the Daredevil sh- show that they're doing has hit a lot of speed bumps. It's not doing great. I wonder how involved because Fisk is in the the trailer, right? Seems like to be a big part, Kingpin. at least in terms yeah. of the trailer. Yeah, you can't have Fisk without out Daredevil at this point. He is, but also there's definitely like scenes in the trailer that we've already seen. From sure. like uh, Falcon from Hawkeye. 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 Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Some overlap. I don't even know like the time period. It may be like overlapping with the, with that time period and stuff. Where, where they don't going. know either. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> it's all multiverse. You know, it, it doesn't matter. Uh, I don't know. I feel like we're we're trying we're we're, we're trying to like put our fingers in the dam, but all these holes are are just happening and. uh I don't know what is is Echo going to be important in a year or two or whatever they're trying to sh- re you know reconfigure all this fucking Marvel stuff together like to fit with instead of Kang it's going to be Doctor Doom now that's like every dumb Facebook rumor thing I see now yeah. uh, so I I don't know 
I think one of the I, biggest questions I have and the thing I'm really intrigued in, you, you mentioned how much like Marvel's thrown for a loop right now with all of the, you know, Kang stuff, Jonathan Major stuff, um, and even before that. But like, what if Echo comes out and it's fucking awesome, right? If it's like just really cool, it's 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 that like daredevil hallway fight scene but for five episodes or something um no one's gonna watch it no one's gonna watch it and and yeah do, where, where does it move the needle does like does it change decision making in any way it's it's a weird thing like it could be really good but just not go anywhere not even get a second season or something like if that's not in the plan it's it's a weird place that it's all if this is really good i think it could really just make sure they keep feeding money into the into that route mm. why well, put out so many different like you, you know you you gotta bite you gotta take it mm. yeah i i and i've kind of said it before like they're trying to do weird stuff with dr strange and they're trying to have this street level stuff and they're trying to have the galaxy like in the magic and the everything and i don't i don't know i don't nothing none of it has really sticked Stuck, I mean, or sticked. Well, sticked—that's the guy from Daredevil, right? Oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> yes, sticks. So he see he we yeah. we knew, we knew. yeah. <laughs> and I don't. I think they really need to do kind of what DC has already started mm-hmm. with uh, fresh new Fifty Two <laughs> or whatever. You know, like. <laughs> We got a new Batman for you. Uh, but don't get rid of Battinson yet. Give that a chance. Well, no, like on the, I think I, he's I know. still in involved, like in his own thing. Uh, the James Gunn stuff, I guess, mm-hmm. is still very much in flux. But anyway, I, I kind of wish Marvel would, it's time to kind of do that, to hit the button. I don't know. I, I, I'd be for it. At this point, um, I wasn't for a long time. I was really hesitant, um, but something's got to change, I think. Um, and hibernate, make Fantastic Four and X Men work and make really good sense, like you did early on with with the Iron Man stuff and all that. Uh, that's that, that's what I wish they would do, but they're pressing ahead. They're. <laughs> <laughs> Shoveling, shoveling hundred dollar bills into the 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 furnace to keep keep things running. <laughs> well, we will see if Echo sticks uh, on January tenth. Um, make sure to to change your settings to mature on your Disney Plus. Uh, the next day, uh, another mature uh, show, Ted uh, series this time coming to to Peacock. Um, I laughed quite a few times. I'm not sure if I've seen. There's two Ted movies, I think. Right? I'm not sure if I've seen yeah. either of them. I'm I'm usually like, I've watched Ted with you. Oh, we've we've seen Ted together. Okay, then I've seen Ted. Then apparently, it's that memorable. Um. I like Seth MacFarlane for the most part. You love Seth MacFarlane. I used to love Seth MacFarlane, and <laughs> and you know he's still around. He's still in my life. You know, um, I I found I found this uh, the trailer pretty funny for Ted. Um, I don't know if I would watch it, but it's it's the origin story because we needed a Ted origin story. It's him uh going going to high school um and 
and just very, very Boston, uh, very Boston high school. Everyone's got thick accents. Um, I don't know. It seems like it, it might be the only way that we get like a stoner comedy um, uh, to happen. It might be a Peacock show called Ted. And um, the, the joke is very, very stoner comedy. Yeah. I don't make them like that anymore. You know, they don't. Man, they keep giving this guy money. They just. Because <laughs> he was like the last one to do it to really make like animated kingdom empire. <laughs> they just think he's got the goods, man. And he's not, it's not 2000 anymore. <laughs> it's fucking nuts. Oh my God. That singing voice. Well, you know, oh, well, they keep the Sandman Netflix keeps flinging money at him. I'm glad McFarland's doing the same. <laughs> I guess keep getting them checks. Our two Seth. greatest visionaries, Adam Sandler and Seth McFarland. Uh, the kids, by the way, love that fucking Leo movie. That fucking dumb lizard movie that he made for Netflix, the animated movie. Oh, I don't, I don't know that one. Oh, it's one of the Sandler and Netflix movies, and it's animated, and it's about a lizard who is like a. What's that? Uh, what's that movie with the the dude that died? He was like a therapist in the bathroom. Whoa. Uh, Oh, oh, yeah, I do know, uh, Charlie Bartlett. Charlie, yeah. It's basically if a lizard was Charlie Bartlett for all these messed up kids in this <laughs> elementary school class. <laughs> and he, they, uh, he, he helps them. Oh. And Bill Burr is the turtle, and he kind of thinks he can be, like, helping kids, too, and he gives them the completely wrong advice. And uh, But anyway, it's bad, and the kids love it. <laughs> wow. I don't know, man. You're selling me on it. Wow. If it's Charlie Bartlett with a lizard, I'm I'm kind of into that. I don't know. As someone who's only caught bits and pieces of it, that's what the movie seems <laughs> to be to me. Oh. Uh, but anyway, I, it's the Sandman still has a hold on on the youth. Is all? Oh, he does. We watched. Maybe McFarland uh, still does too. Uh, you're so not invited to my bat mitzvah. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, that was a thing here as well. It's the kids, uh, Amelia, was totally, totally on board for that. Oh, that's so. a perfect movie for her. I feel like right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. She's like wanted to show friends the movie. So she converted. Good, or... good no, no. She just you know. Tell her they get like twelve gifts or eight. Eight. There's eight not gifts. that. Eight gifts. There's really not that much great stuff for her you know demographic really like oh you're saying that know. hollywood doesn't market to to like teenage girls or really women not, in, not, in general not really yeah. not in great ways no yeah no, no i uh i think the first never seen that. There. <laughs> there's dear god it's me margaret <laughs> there's that fucking bat mitzvah movie <laughs> and that's it wednesday season two can't come soon enough <laughs> Every teenage girl in 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 the world. Right now. <laughs> oh, speaking of, so we like the Marvels, though. Yes, yeah, Marvels. That's kind of yeah, good. Yeah, you're right. It's pretty good, you know, Spice Girls type. Yeah, girl yeah, power, yeah. Really. Totally. Second with girl power, might as well, right? Uh, it's oh, not next on the the script, but uh, fine. We're 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 changing it up. Uh, mean Girls. Uh, the musical, but they won't tell you it's a musical. Uh, coming to theaters on January twelfth. Um, 
if you look at the logo, there's totally a music note in the logo. Oh boy, hit the microphone there. Um, but uh, other than that, they they do their best to to uh, obscure the fact that this is a, a musical. Um, I've seen this in trailer in movie theaters. I've seen it on YouTube ads. I've seen it a lot, and I had no clue whether this was a TV show, <laughs> uh, made for like streaming, re- like sequel, a reboot. I had no idea it was a musical at all until today, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Tina Fey's involved. I have no idea like what this is gonna be. Yeah, or, it's like I, twisted I by Tina Fey. It's interesting because yes, I think she's like executive producer she's in it as well i think she plays yeah, the same part yeah. she did in the original uh, as does tim meadows i i believe i think they're the yeah. only two like returning uh cast members um i think you're right mean girls is really good like the the, the movie um and uh i this is the same story but i think it's slightly modern in the sense they're like taking the same s- situations and stuff and like okay oh it's the last of us remastered a little bit it's a little <laughs> bit but then and adding music like hey give me a last of us musical uh aside here um and you know take my money but um yeah i don't know it's weird it's weird marketing like you said it's it's out there but it's not out there and um just a funky concept in general but uh i hope it's good I don't know. It looks weird to me. <laughs> I never liked Mean Girls, so I'm not interested at all. Well, but let's get back to the actual order of the script. Yes, yes. Because speaking of animation, which we stopped talking about, but you know, remember when we were talking about animation? Uh, Bluey, it's coming back uh, for season three B, as it says in in this script. Um, they, they do what, like half half seasons? Is that how that works, Mike? I thought we already had our second half of three, but hey, yeah, give us more Bluey for sure. The kids will be great. I don't. I think they have no idea that this is happening. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm not going to tell them. I'm going to try to surprise them on uh, January 12th. But yeah, man, Bluey is like the best thing, um, and need more of it. As like it just like it helps. Bluey. It helps every parent in the world. I'm sure. Uh, just for as much possible as much. You know, seven minutes in a day. Like, even if that's all it helps, uh, it's it's the best. I heard something about an astronaut episode. Is that right? Is that a standout episode? Thought I had heard on a podcast there was a really good astronaut episode. There probably is. I don't even know if I've seen all of the new mm-hmm. stuff. I think I've seen all of the first two seasons because they watched they would just rewatch it so much but um uh every i i don't there's there's not a bad episode mm. they're all just like oh wow that was like just a little little ball of joy uh in every every little little tiny tiny episode I've seen about a half dozen and uh i would have to agree with with that uh sampling. yeah <laughs> i haven't seen a bad one it's really good <laughs> uh so that's bluey uh coming uh, January 12th. Uh, also January 12th, Self-Reliance, the uh, Jake Johnson um, vehicle. This looks like a lot of fun. So the concept is um, Jake Johnson is uh, in in like a, a reality show or, or like he's the 
like nominated for a reality show. Hey, do you want to be on this thing? All you got to do is is survive. <laughs> no one can kill you as long as you're with someone. Um, but <laughs> people will be trying to kill you, and then uh, if you survive, you will get this this prize. I don't even remember like what the prize is, like million dollars or or something. Doesn't matter. Like yeah, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> but just the most bizarre concept. Uh, Anna Kendrick is um also a contestant and they're going to work together or not. Um, great concept coming to Hulu. I, yes. I don't think I mentioned and, uh, Jake Johnson, uh, big fan directed, directed as well. Okay. Yeah. I, I think it was directed. directed. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Wow. Uh, I caught it in the trailer. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he's not that man, himself, but it, it introduces Andy Samberg is playing himself. He's like the one that is like recruiting him for, uh, the it's like a most dangerous game like right. type scenario. You're being hunted, and uh, uh, it just looks awesome. It looks really fun. Anna Kendrick works really well in like uh, assassin kind of yeah, funny she comedy, does. like with that Mister Right movie she did with Sam Rockwell. That's really good. Um, I think this is just her pocket, and Jake Johnson can just charm any person <laughs> like i think he can do that thing he does with any like on-screen kind of thing that he's got going so it just seems like i hope it's really good i hope i oh well it's only coming straight i thought this was like a theater thing so straight to hulu yeah oh then that's that's great we can just watch it we don't have to worry about <laughs> how much money it made or any anything like that so uh hulu kind of does these things well too? Like really these kind of comedies are really only found on Hulu. I remember like Palm Springs uh, years ago and uh, I'm excited for this one. This might be my, my number one. We'll see. Yeah. That's uh self-reliance coming to Hulu January 12th. Um, my <laughs> de facto number one, January 14th is a uh, true detective Ooh. night country. The fourth season of, uh, True Detective coming to HBO. New showrunner this time, but uh, Jodie Foster is is the star of of this one. I think I've mentioned it on previous episodes because I think it had a 2023 release date. I think we might have talked about it on one of these uh, these pods, but they, it did get pushed back uh, to January 14th. But um, True Detective season one's like my favorite show of all time um true detective season three is <laughs> up there as well um and we don't need to talk about true detective season two um i'm oh you're usually a defender i, I, I am i am it's just it's yeah. it's just not in getting, kind of the same <laughs> league as those those two uh that sword and shield's getting heavy, huh? <laughs> a little bit. Like, just, you're tired. I, I understand. Too much criticism. You're excited for new. Yeah, it, yeah. Um, if if season four is the quality of season two, I'll at least be all right. It's fine. Um, but no, I, I I'm really excited. It's it's set in like a remote. I, I I love that like remote Alaska. I believe it's Alaska. Um, but like the thing in Antarctica, anything that's like in that remote snowy kind of thing. Right. Uh, what? 30 days a night or 40 days a night. Yeah. yeah. If a bad thing happens out there, it's really bad. It's so bad. It's yeah. Just, so much, the environment makes it so much worse. And there's like weird ritualistic killings as there always are. They're being like 
the bodies are being spiraled. They're like put in in weird symbols and stuff. The 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 like cult element of, of it all. The that yeah. true detective has done really well before. Um, that it's it's got me. It's got me hooked. Like you could have got me. Like just the name was al- already gonna get me, but the setting. Um, I'm real excited to Jody see Foster. Jodie Foster. Exactly. Um, I, I'm not familiar with her partner. Um, I should have looked up her name, uh, but they seem to have an She's interesting She's something dynamic. else, too. Yeah, she did look familiar, um, but it does seem like they're playing on w- what they've done really well in past seasons is the budding uh, heads of, like, the 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 buddy cops, but not buddy cops, um, has been done right. so well in previous seasons, and I, it already, just from the three-minute trailer, seems like, all right, these two are going to go at it and and uh in a in a big way um i don't need a big hbo show i don't know about you guys but i open up hbo like probably every day Mm. and i just scroll for a little bit and i don't find nothing what the hell what is happening over there at home box office we had like come on you watch scavengers rain he recommended it oh okay that was Two months ago. <laughs> it was a while. Those were the that before shit. Baldur's Gate times, Mike. <laughs> like, right. yeah. I I need, I just need some stuff. I need it. And hopefully, hopefully this is it. Yeah. Yeah. They did have a really Where cool next? Um, <laughs> sizzle, like, trailer of all their, like, 2024 stuff recently. So, um, there's some stuff. Nah, I feel like they got nothing. <laughs> They'll surprise us. Scavenger's Rain came out of nowhere. Um, really good. True Detective Night Country uh, coming January 14th. I'm a little excited. Uh, the 15th, uh, we get the 75th Primetime Emmy Awards. I, I downloaded a PDF. They can ju- they, there's a PDF version of all the nominations, and I have it. I have it open right here. But there are, um, when they say it's the 75th Primetime Emmy Emmy. Oh, <laughs> Emmy Awards? I think they mean like that's how many nominations there are. There are 75 um, awards awards that they're going to give out because it is a... a There's a ton. This, Emmys is movies and TV, right? I believe you're correct. Yeah. Yeah. And... Um, or is that gold? Or is am I wrong? Is that gold? I don't know. You might be... Yeah, it might it's... be Golden Globes and Emmys is just television. I, I think that's oh. how it is, but it's... Emmys is TV. It's every Thank bit you. of Thank TV. You. It's like... Right. <laughs> down to right. the... Like, best variety show that's on a tuesday like it it feels like yeah it is so i don't know if streaming kind of really muddied this or like just youtube or something like has really expanded what what they consider uh content and tv at this point but uh the emmys is something i take a little more seriously because that's you know it's it's kind of the oscars for tv and uh, I just hope some of the stuff that I love, you know, I hope Bill Hader can get recognized for the final season of Barry. Um, I don't even know if he's nominated per se. I just kind of assume <laughs> that he is because Barry was so good. Um, but stuff like Succession, like there's a lot of my favorite stuff that ended this year, and I just hope it can be recognized one last time or or one time at all. We'll get the uh, Abbott Elementary folks on there, and they're always a lot of fun at, at the Emmys. Had they kind of taken the Modern Family reign of winning every year? or Well, Ted Lasso was winning that a couple times, right? 
Yeah. 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 The okay. last couple of movies that we've watched too. have been like dominated by Abbott Elementary and Ted Lasso and, and Ted Lasso. Okay. And those are just fun cool. ensemble casts and they all seem to like, like each other and stuff, at least in the, the award shows when they get on stage and Good time. Yeah. Uh, so. I just, you know, I want the bear to win stuff and I want Barry to win stuff and succession to win stuff and res dogs. If it's nominated, like, uh, I don't know. Carmi got got himself an Emmy uh, last time out, so um, good, good, yeah. great for him. I hope hope someone else can can get one though. Get a good speech, if I remember. Uh, so that's the uh, uh, the seventy fifth primetime Emmy Awards coming to Fox on uh, January fifteenth. On the eighteenth, we get Prince of Persia, the last, the lost crown, um, the first video game uh, on our our list here. Uh, that's coming to. Um, Previous gen and current gen consoles. Sorry, Switch. Um, and and PC. Uh, it, it seems this like looks really, really fun. The like, the like setup of it, the mechanics of it look fun. Yeah, it's like a Metroidvania, um, two D kind of uh game. You're you're not the prince. You're like I think trying to find the prince, trying to save the prince. You're his uh. like elite guard. Um. I didn't know that. Okay. It it just looks it looks great. It looks like the, there's um you know the color looks cool. You're like dashing, uh, platforming. Seems like they're gonna use the the time mechanics in some way. The be you know the ability to rewind time or or change your runs in in some way like that. Um, but yeah, I these like two D Metroidvania games are all the rage have been for for a while now, and it just looks like a really colorful, cool one in a in a that Prince of Persia world is is just kind of cool, and um, this seems to yeah. be playing up on like that that uh, Middle Eastern mythology kind of stuff, and um, uh, yeah, just re- really cool looking game. Uh, that was a, another one that I was kind of you- delayed as well, if I remember correctly. Well, I just think it, I find it really funny that we're getting a brand new <laughs> Prince of Persia game before we ever get that uh, that Sands of Time remake that we talked about, like on one of our it might original have been the January 2023 <laughs> episode. I need to look back and it might have been the I, January 22. Uh, yeah, maybe that was I w- go back to like episode three, Eric. I promise <laughs> you is when we talked about that. Sands I of think time so, remake, too. And we talked about how bad it looked and then literally like a week or two later is when they announced, yeah, we're, we're kind of, we're, we're going to take this back to the garage. And, and do this up. But, uh, oh, yeah, it, it should be fun. I've heard that it, it feels really good. Mm. They've done a lot of preview events, um, uh, with a lot of outlets and stuff. And they always come back like, man, it, it just felt really great and blah, blah, blah. And that's what you want with a metro. Like it looks you- smooth. Yeah. You're moving around so much and you're, you know, you're constantly a lot of backtracking and stuff. And it helps out a lot if it's just fun to move and fun to just get around. And maybe it looks like they do that. Yeah, the platforming Good. looks fast and, and smooth and it looks like big, like whole screen types of like attacks are a big thing or big, big parries. Big, oh, okay. like big action kind of uh, moves seem to be the, the order big. of that game. Um so, uh, we'll see if we find the lost crown, Prince of Persia, the lost. Also, crown. fuck Ubisoft, though. Fuck. Ubisoft, yeah, so. kind of always, perpetually, pretty much. You know. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
And he doesn't even mean all of the awful things they do as a corporation. He means he lost the draft because of oh, I lost. the Avatar game. But, um, you know, in our hearts, anyway. you, you were the winner of our draft, Mike. Should have been. Prince of Persia, The Lost Crown, coming to just about everything January 18th. Uh, on the 19th, we get ISS, the International Space Station, coming to theaters. Um, Ariana DeBose uh, is the star of this one. Really cool concept. The The trailer that I saw, and I don't know if there's multiple out there, but it looked a little like... Too much? Well, yeah, they always show too much, but like a little rough. Like the CGI wasn't quite there, or like the 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 quality of of like the the stream was bad. Like they streamed it, it was bad. But other than that, like the concept is super cool. So it's the the U.S. and Russia are both on uh, the International Space Station, and as always, like politics. They even say like in the in the trailer, their conversation with each other. Politics don't exist up here. We're all here for science and for you know the betterment of humankind. And all of a sudden, they look out the window, and it looks like like nuclear bombs or some kind of big baloney everywhere. <laughs> yes, the world is blowing up, uh, and they get a call from wh- whomever uh, saying like, "You got to take." this over like for the u.s and there's a great line it's like well if we got that call what what call did they get you know kind of thing and now it's like war on the space station um cool it's cool Uh, no like among us the movie (laughs) Um, it's like a terrible idea I saw this trailer for when we went and saw Boy and the Heron, oh. and I thought it looked really good. Okay. I thought that concept was really cool of just like what happens when, oh shit, yeah, the world is being destroyed, and you're totally kind of safe from it for the time being, you know. And what 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 do you do? Like just seeing all that, and I don't know. It looks it looks like a movie I, I would I would dig. Yeah, man. Between Leave the World Behind, Civil War, and and this, it's uh. Yeah. It's a lot right now. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I am so pumped for Civil War. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll be talking about Civil War. Um, yeah. ISS uh, coming to, to theaters January uh, 19th. Um, yeah. Interesting. Uh, January 24th, we get Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth, which I think is the third uh, Like a Dragon slash Yakuza game we've gotten in about like 10 months. Um I think you're right. Yes, and uh, I don't know. I I can never discern what these trailers are or anything else. They they always look really good. Like these games look like their their visual style and stuff looks really cool. And I've heard they're hilarious and heartfelt stories and and characters and and whatnot. Um, this one's set in Hawaii, which is fun. I guess I guess they're bringing the the yakuza to Hawaii. Um, but uh, Ichiban is the char- main character now. It, it's both of them, right? In this one, because like I feel like he runs into the other guy in the in the trailer. Am I getting that wrong? I don't know. I don't know the characters. I, I think it's still just going to be Ichiban. We did have a Kiryu game uh, recently. The man who erased his name or whatever it was. Um, but yeah, this was the trailer that kind of blew up because it was like Ichiban waking up nude like on a Hawaiian beach and stuff. And that's what these games are known for. Like they're very wacky and zany. But like Eric said, there's also a lot of heart to the characters. Uh, the series was kind of always a brawler, but um, 
with Like a Dragon and now Infinite Wealth, there are more turn-based RPGs. And I don't know. I know Aaron likes them a lot. Uh, I tried to play Like a Dragon, and I couldn't really get into it. I don't know if I can even... I think these games have always been pretty much you could jump in anywhere kind of stuff, too. Um, and maybe if this one is like... Like a Dragon had so much buzz around it. And if this one kind of has the same thing, I might just be forced to really force myself to to play it. Kayla's a recent convert to turn-based gameplay, so... Uh... Ah, hey. <laughs> I like it. Mario RPG, the best. The best at it, let me tell you. I need to but... make that cool. I, I want to check that out. Yeah. I, I, I want to play Mario RPG again real bad. Um... So that's uh, Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth uh, coming to PS5 for Xbox Series, Xbox One, and PC January 24th. Masters of the Air is coming to Apple TV um, Plus. It's a limited series coming January 26th. This is starring Austin Butler. I remembered his name. Oh, man, I can never remember that dude's name. Um, a guy who I, I really enjoyed in, in Elvis, surprisingly, and um, I think he looks wild uh, in Dune Two, and I'm kind of excited to see him in a in a series, uh, which is which is interesting that he's he's taken that route. This looks interesting. So, as as far as like I'm, I don't like war movies, but I do like war movies. You know, they're 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 a struggle, but it looks interesting. Looks better than Maverick. So, yeah. As far as like. Doing shit in the air. I I got to agree. At least for like this is. I don't think we mentioned it, but this is a World War Two. Seems to be like the early days of World War Two when the U.S. was like kind of sort of getting into the war, um, but maybe not really kind of thing. Helping out like the the British uh, air air force and stuff in the early days, similar to like the the story of Pearl Harbor in in that movie. If anyone's seen that one, um, but uh, I, I it just looks cool. It looks like. Once again, Apple spent the money to like make really cool um, battles in the air. Uh, you know, big, huge, massive, hundreds of planes and stuff. Um, yeah, and and then it's also just you know, it's war. Uh, it's World War Two, so uh, that's that's always uh, who's with him. It's Buddy. Uh, uh, it's Austin Butler and I. I I didn't catch the other guy. Um, He's another guy too. He had a he had a face. He had a face that looked familiar. Um, He's had such an interesting kind of like choices. Like like I'm gonna be Elvis, and then I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna attach myself to Dune Two and completely change you know the Elvisness that I just you know fucking put on. And then he's like he's got bike riders mm. happening, and this. And he just looks like perfect for both of these things. Just the way he looks like with the leather jacket and how he looks, you know, with the goggle helmet and this and stuff like that. It's just like such a Marlon Brando, like that era kind of thing that he's kind of trying to do. Like these, you know, war epic and then a, a you know, de devil without a cause kind of rebel without a cause, whatever kind of you know, James Dean turn and uh, I hope it works out for him. I think he's cool. I, I, I like him. Yeah, I guess he's James Dean. Like he's just trying to be James Dean. Right. But not. Yeah. You know, yeah. Die, I guess. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, hey, boy. he's got he's got time. He's got time. He's got time. <laughs> the uh, the other guy is Callum Turner, and he's in that Boys in the Boat movie that is coming out or came out. I think he's I also in came out as well. I don't know Harry Potter and stuff. Oh, okay. Boys in the Boat. Yeah, yeah, I don't think I've heard of that. It's like a rowing team, like an Olympic rowing oh, team. Oh, I did see the trailer for that. Yeah. Yes. Looks okay. intense. Feels like a throwback to, to me, like one of those throwback kind of movies that came out a lot in the 90s. Barry Keegan's also in uh, Masters of the Year. Oh, is he? Good, yeah. He, he was listed in the cast. Nice. Makes sense. He also oh. has that, that very uh, 1940s face, I would say. Like, he he, he does, like... The three of them very yeah, much do. Yeah. yeah. Like, you just plop them in, and it's like, oh, yeah, that's a guy that was around... Uh, 100 years ago yeah repeat suit right. top hat. Yeah. there we go yeah definitely uh yeah masters of the year uh, limited series love a limited series just get in get out uh coming to to apple tv on january 26th um miller's girl coming to theaters january 26th um says get now uh, jenna ortega and uh, martin freeman um didn't want to call him gordon freeman that's a different guy completely <laughs> <laughs> um gordon (laughs) some uh there's even a warning in 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 the trailer that says like this something to the effect of like um the behavior in this in this film is problematic or something to that effect it's not i I, I'm, i'm butchering it but like it's it's interesting that they know right away that the subject matter in this is gonna be kind of triggering or or what have you um so the story is Jenna Ortega is a young college student, um, kind of latches on to to Martin Freeman, her her professor, and he seems to latch on to her as well. And um, he's a writer. He's yeah, yeah, a literary professor, right? Uh, per, um, and she's also like a, a phenom, apparently, in like uh, you know, as a as a young writer. Um, and then there's the there's there's a tension between them, and it seems like uh, her writing takes a, a very dark turn, uh, and he reacts to that, um, saying, "Oh, like I'm gonna you, you can't write like this. Like it, this is not appropriate for for our class or for our school. You got to change it, or you'll be suspended or expelled or whatever else." And then she said, I'll "Fail you." Yeah, yeah, and uh, you know she says, "Oh, will you?" You know, like that really challenges him, and it looks like she's. She's going to um, e- expose a relationship they had. Maybe like, did they? It's a very like, did what? Whose side did did anything happen uh, untoward? Is it all a figment of of her? They own? don't give it all away in the trailer. They don't, and that's the real compelling thing. I, I went into it a little squirmy, and then I still left the trailer squirmy, but like, um, intriguing. I'm intrigued by that one. It's weird, like talking about Austin, Austin Butler and his choices. Uh, Jenna Ortega just seems like she's fine being in that Scream Queen kind of thriller, you know. This kind of gave genre. me like Jawbreaker vibes, yeah. like Regina George vibes. Right. And I, I, mean, I do like feel like, Point oh, okay. Ivy with Drew Barrymore, that kind of thing. Lolita yeah. Story. So I, I would like to see her become a little bit more in charge and and within her power so hopefully this helps 
Well, yeah, those movies were like, okay, is it it a man taking advantage of, but who is really taking advantage of who in this situation? And I uh, mean, just for her and acting, it used to be a dime a dozen, and we don't really get them that much now, at least to to a a quality that this looks like, and uh, could be good. She could do more. She could she could do more dramatic. I like her. Yeah. Yeah, that was another thing that made me put it on the list in the first part. Like, I just, I, I do want to see something other than Scream and X and and that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, Wednesday. This is only a, a slight departure, but it, it, it there's an opportunity. Yeah, it's still in that thing. I don't know. I, I hopefully her leaving like- Scream and then getting past this because I think this counts in that same mold. Yeah. Uh, she can do other stuff. I hope it's yeah, yeah, like Austin Butler. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. Uh, Dune three, uh, starring women. Just do what the guys do. <laughs> yeah. Easy. Come on. Oh, and vendors. And vendors. Right. Someone, someone hit the button. D's not here to play producer. Um, <laughs> that's Miller's Girl. Uh, coming January twenty sixth to theaters. Uh, also, uh, limited release in theaters on January twenty sixth is Sometimes I Think About Dying. Uh, this looks wild. This is Daisy Ridley. Um, it's it's a very like quiet trailer and i think it might be like a very like quiet slow moving movie but she's she's kind of just this um stuck in a rut you know 30 something who seems to just go to work not on the spectrum yeah maybe be on the spectrum yeah something like that but just like goes about her life in a very kind of solo way and apparently also thinks about dying uh seems to be probably depressed or or that kind of thing um meets someone they go on a date and then they have to navigate their mutual weirdness though the guy seems like he's kind of also a little little weird um a little odd um but there's really cool like just visual i think it's visualizing her detachment from reality and stuff so there's some real psychedelic kind of vibes to to scenes in the trailer and um i don't know this one just looked really cool to me and i i'm i keep try, trying with daisy ridley i can't i want her to i want her to how was the marsh king eric uh, how was that well, it's coming to i saw to like prime or something soon so uh we'll you see. can rent it no you didn't rent it yet uh, uh yeah yeah darn get it. darn we're protecting Baldur's Gate. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes. To put Daisy Ridley in Baldur's Gate. My my Ridley tickets are gone. My Daisy stuff. I'm not I'm not there with it. This one kind of felt uh I mean maybe less comedic, but um like that movie you really liked from last year um what was it called? About the guy wanting to kill himself. On the count of three? On the count of three, yes, yes. Yeah, that movie was great. This does not look like that. This does not look like it. I think it's the same. It's the same. Looks like Benny and June, but sadder. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, sad Benny and June. Sometimes I think about dying. Fine, I'll go see it alone. You better. care. (laughs) January 26th. Uh, Final. The final thing on our list. 
uh, the Mike drafted in 2023 game, Tekken 8, coming January 26th. Uh, uh, current gen only, so that's only PS5, Xbox Series X and S, and PC. Um, and it looks like it. This is a complete batshit uh, trailer. Um, I Heihachi is nowhere to be found. I don't know if he, did he. Do you know the lore of well, Seven? What will you do? Did Heihachi die or? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. The 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 story stuff in Seven, the story mode was pretty bad but they're fighting and just like the the other modes were really good um that's fine get rid of all of the mishima stuff uh oh, they're not doing me. that they're not doing that i'll tell sure, you sure but yeah i think i think akuma like kills hayachi or something like that was the whole reason of bringing akuma into uh the tekken lore from street fighter but uh yeah, King of the Iron Fist tournament is back. I I love Tekken. To me, it is it is part of the big three with Street Fighter and and Mortal Kombat. And I, man, I just hope that it's great. I, even though it they they fucked me on my draft, it should have came out like a month ago. That's fine, Harada-san, I forgive you. Uh, but don't know how much I'll actually play. But I I hope it makes a big splash. I hope it can early in the year. Not too much going on. And uh, I hope it's great. Man, Tekken has storylines. <laughs> Didn't know that. It really does. Yeah. Um, Tekken's like, it's not even, it doesn't even have like the cool uh, campiness of like Mortal Kombat storyline yeah, to really yeah. fall back on. So Tekken's, it's just Tekken just needs fuck. to just be about the fighting. You know, it just needs to. To just really focus on that, hopefully. <laughs> At very least, it, it it is pretty. It looks really, really good. I'm I'm excited to see how it how it actually plays and runs. If, and yeah, if they can make like the best looking, that's how they're going to do it. Because like Street Fighters just got like a lot of style and the character customization stuff and blah blah blah. And Mortal Kombat's always got the cool story mode. And if Tekken and uh, Namco can just like make it the best looking. And really, like when they do, because Seven's big thing was the slow motion, like who's going to hit each other at the end thing. And if that just looks amazing when you close in on on Jin's sweat pouring down as he's punching Eddie Gordo or something like that, I, I don't know. That's that maybe that's how they create the buzz and the fervor and really get the, the fighting game community to stick with it. Uh, I hope so. Heard four different languages in that trailer, uh, so it's certainly one of the most diverse uh, fighting games out there. Uh, pretty, pretty. Oh yeah, yeah. They've they took the the Street Fighter mo model with that and really just ran ran with it for sure. So that's uh that's Tekken Eight coming to to current gen consoles on on January twenty sixth, and that's January. That's January of twenty twenty four. Uh, what's the best stuff, guys? I I'm already I'm I'm down for for True Detective Night Country. That's that's right. My, that's my pick. So, hmm. I not not a real flashy month, but a good month, I think. And I hope ISS is cool. After watching like Leave the World Behind, I kind of want 
like another movie like like that of like what's really going on maybe we don't even get to find out and uh but it's more so about what what we do know about well, like these characters on this space station and uh i need i need something like that um i am going to pick well I am most excited that there's nothing really on here that I want to pick because my plan is to play God of War and get to the DLC. Uh, ah, okay, cool, cool. I've plan. heard that that Valhalla stuff is is neat. And I've never really, never actually played uh, Ragnarok, so I want to actually play it and go right into the DLC. So feels good. That spear, that spear is real good. Oh, I dabbled, but you know. Sure. Sure. Start yeah. to finish. Man, yeah, that'll be fun. The first one, that 2018 one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, the heck out mm-hmm. of that one. Okay, so pick, Kayla's pick is uh, the God of War Ragnarok DLC that came out in December. Good stuff. Yeah, uh, yep, yep. <laughs> January 2024 is um, not finished without some, some naughty's talk. So... Um, if you're listening to this episode, you've already heard our long list in episode 151, but January is the month we will be kicking off our actual Naughties conversation. Um, at least six categories we will be filling. Uh, please check that out. Uh, the seventh is on, uh, we're, we're still discussing on, on whether we're going to have a seventh category, maybe an eighth, who knows? Uh, we're still figuring that out, but January is going to be the month of the nonsense of the year awards, our best of and worst of the year 2023. That'll be coming at you pretty soon. Um, all of our episodes are up on YouTube now. Check us out there. We're on all the podcast apps. Check us out there. Go ahead and subscribe. We got a bunch of new subscribers that came out to the the stream. Thank you, uh, everyone uh, who came nice. out. And, uh, That's yeah, awesome. Keep on subscribing. Keep on uh, telling your, your friends and stuff. Uh, if you don't like checking us out on YouTube, uh, check us out on our podcast app or vice versa. Um, we're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that. Uh, we're at The Machine. And like Nonsense. and follow. Like, follow. Tell your friends, uh, join our Monstars fan group on Facebook. Do it all. Send us an email, machinanonsense at gmail.com. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, put a, a, a comment on any of our YouTube videos. Uh, I get an email with any of the comments, and uh, if if it's something fun or something funny or question or, or anything like that, I'll uh, mention it on a future episode. All right. I think that's it. Episode 152 is in the books. We talked all about January 2024. Uh, We're really excited for True Detective, Night Country, for ISS, and to replay God of War Ragnarok. (laughs) (laughs) And get into that DLC. Get into that DLC. Thank you for a little lull. Thank you so much. (laughs) I think that's a great point, Kayla. Just have time to catch up on everything. Yeah. It's nice. And have a couple good things sprinkled in there. Yeah. Stuff I'll still want to check out. Like, I still will. I hope that that ISS uh, movie is good. That'd be the one I was most excited for, and you said it, so. Boom. Well, Two to one, you lose, Eric. Yeah, you're yeah. right. You're right. Well, everyone, go ahead and catch up on the machine and nonsense in January. If none of this was your fancy, um, yeah, yeah, great, great call. <laughs> we're getting out of here, and we're saying goodbye. Bye. Bye bye. See you, 2023. Get out of here.